there, friend, and welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Dr. Freaking Aaron Wiseman, and I am talking today with Dr. Karina Hopin, and her word is reimagine. She was actually on episode 51 way back when, when Dr. Me First was in its infancy, and she's here today to give us some inspiration and more or less an update on how life's been and how she's reimagining it. So excited to share with you her interview. But before we get into that, I got to pay some bills. So let me talk to you about Panacea Financial. It provides banking for doctors because it's funded by doctors. They have national-wide loan, checking, and saving account options designed specifically for doctors and doctors in training. Their specific suite of financial products give medical students, residents, and practicing physicians greater freedom to forge their futures and at affordable rates. By reducing financial barriers and burdens, Panacea Financial ensures that all doctors have increased capacity to serve their patients and the population at large. Do you need a good home for your banking needs? If so, go to PanaceaFinancial.com. That's PanaceaFinancial.com to get started. Panacea Financial is a division of Primus, a member of the FDIC. Welcome to the podcast, my fellow friend, colleague, coach, just joy in my life, Dr. Karina Hopin. I'm so glad to have you back with me today. Yes, it's so exciting. I think the last time I was here, I was episode 51, two years ago. At that time, my word was inspiration. So we talked about how my little preemie at 26 week kind of just made me realize I need to get outside the box and do different things and consider the impossible. And so that's when I shared my story with you last. I know. And I can't even remember. I think we found each other through the magic of the internet and we had had conversations together. And yeah, your story was just so powerful to me. And we have stayed connected since. You're in Physician Coaching Alliance with me, and so we've stayed connected. And we're going to talk a little bit today about how your journey has kind of twisted and changed because I wanted to bring you on the podcast as an illustration, like my own life, like it's not linear. (laughs) It's all over the damn place. And it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. You're just trying things out in different paths and figuring it out. And so I'm so excited for you to share your journey today. Anything else you want to tell the listeners before we hop into that? Well, I'll I'll introduce myself with anybody interested. So my name is Karina Hopin. And at home, I'm a wife, a mom of three. I live on 20 acres. Outside of my house, I am a physician, board certified in family medicine and lifestyle medicine. And I'm almost done with my master's in integrative and functional medicine. And so my mission in life is to inspire others, whether it's friends, family, patients, co-workers, to discover their inner strength so that they can achieve their goals, whether it's a wellness goal, a career goal, so that they can live vibrantly. I love it. And your word today is reimagine. So give us the scoop. Tell us all about it. So when I did my podcast with you, I was kind of doing a secret life. I was the 
first physician who was hired on for Amazon's what's now called Amazon Care. So they were launching a telehealth platform and they were trying to really reinvent and reimagine um, healthcare. And that's where the reimagining comes in. So I was already looking at how life would be with healthcare. And if Amazon had their way and say, um, they've done amazing things. I have to, I have to reimagine not only healthcare in my career, but it also meant that I had to reimagine how life was at home. So it was a difficult decision because it meant that I had to jump out of what was my comfort zone. I, I was very comfortable with the career that I had and things were going well, but I also felt like I kind of met my, my growth potential in my current that at that time, my current role. And I was trying to keep myself busy and engaged and just more to, to learn and grow. Not that I didn't feel like I wasn't in that space of burnout. I didn't feel depersonalized. But on the other hand, I just didn't feel like I was growing anymore. And so an opportunity came and I felt like I really had to jump on that. And I imagined myself, if I had not done it. And I'm, you know, I'm at my deathbed. What would I think if I hadn't jump on this Amazon opportunity? I definitely thought I probably would have wished or, or no, what would have happened if I made that choice? So I did, but it meant that my family life had to be reimagined. So my husband was so supportive and he became the Mr. Mom. And, you know, I was the, the person who was picking up the kids, doing the groceries, doing everything to having to commit to living um, two hours away from home, at least three or four days out of the week for this new secret job that I couldn't really tell people much about. And then having my husband take over a lot of the roles that I usually did. And so we were reimagined it. He quit his job and he was, he's perfect. He's, he is doing so much better than I've done. My, he's much more patient. And so we, we learned to live with that. We learned to live, although it wasn't so much of a, a transition for us because we're both military, living away from your spouse and your kids was kind of part of our, our grain anyway. So, um, we've learned to, to deal with that and with FaceTime and being able to be more connected that way. That was easy. And so I looked at my, my time with Amazon as like, a, a totally new approach to not only like my career, but how I could, how I could influence healthcare. And I got to see the business side and how it is so different from healthcare. Like they truly, they live by their mission and their goals and their, their core values. Like if there is a decision, um, you've got people siding off. What are the leadership principles to support why they want to go in a direction that's not popular? And so I really thought like, if I was to have my own business, I really need to pay attention to how they look at their mission and their vision and how it aligns with what they do, which I don't think healthcare really does at all. You know, so it was like a fellowship and business and it started to help me reimagine too, like not just where I want to be in two to three years, but ultimately what I wanted to do, which was having my own practice, my own way with less barriers than what we are currently dealing with. Yeah, absolutely. I love how you talk about entering into a new sector 
and being like, whoa, you what? What? Things don't die in committee. Like you actually like appreciate your worker. That's how I felt getting out of healthcare and like being into to different sectors and being outside the box is, oh my God, the mission statement doesn't just stick on the wall. It actually walks the halls. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I was like, wow, people actually, they, their mission is their mission. And for Amazon, their, their mission was to be customer obsessed. Literally, that is what their mission, that's what they say. And so everything they do is in support of that customer obsession. And, you know, when, when you start to think about like what you want to do for your own business, you really have to figure out and hone in on what is truly your goal and your mission for your business. And you have to make those decisions and, and hard decisions can become easier once you know exactly what your mission is and what, what are the core values that supports that mission. So over time, I learned that. So ultimately with with Amazon, I was doing things that I never thought I was going to be doing. You know, I, I didn't have any experience in telehealth, but I came with a passion for holistic medicine and lifestyle medicine. And I said, this is my goal. I, I definitely want to be a part of this telehealth platform, but I would like to be a part of the team that kickstarts like a health coaching aspect of the program and really helping others to, to realize that a lot of their health needs is based on what they do and their lifestyle choices and, and less so of medications. And I felt like at, in, until now that there's really this gap of, Conventional medicine has, and it is part of the, my training is, you know, disease uh, model and treating with medications. And I've learned that, you know, a lot of what we do is just what, what we do at home behind, away from the clinic, you know, it, and it's, it's more of the choices that we make and what we don't make that really helps. So that, that was my mission and my passion and my purpose for wanting to eventually create some sort of program on their telehealth platform. But I eventually decided to leave because the role was at the time that I had interviewed. And by the way, I don't know if anyone has ever looked at like Amazon's interviewing process, but it's an interviewing process that no Nothing in medicine will ever prepare you for. It's an all-day event where you have you're interviewed um, on a one-to-one level for about 45 minutes to an hour with four or five different people. And they grill you. So you you are advised by the recruiter to study up on their, their leadership principles and reflect on yourself and give examples that would support all these things. So I'm like, holy cow, we've never if if we did that in medicine i think you'll have really more reflective and and i think the organization would be different because you you'd have an organization who truly understands like this is where we are but then you you understand your people better and and you try to support and give them that culture where you want to help them grow so that was amazing. But at the time that I had interviewed, I was told that they projected that the the role was going to be a remote role by the time it was 12 months out. So um, I really liked that idea. And I would be able to go back home and be with my kids. But it, it never really 
panned out that way. And so another decision was, how do I, I have this really great paying job. There's a lot of potential to make changes in healthcare, but where does it fit in the overall scheme? And where are my priorities? And my priorities were, was my family being with my family again. And I wasn't being pressured. It wasn't like I was in the military and I'm being made to, you know, be away from my family. It was a choice. And so I had to step back and say, okay, are there any fears? Um, no, all my basic needs are going to be met. And we can definitely do with, if I don't have a job for a little bit and transition back, it's not hard to get another job. And as a physician, seeing patients. So as soon as I made that decision, then I, I think it kind of opened up a little more opportunity for me to, to transition into a role that I stumbled upon. And it it's helping to support me as I am looking into developing my private practice, which will be opening up in June. Oh my gosh, that's so soon. That's exciting. And so it sounds like your time with Amazon was like boots on the ground education. Like you got a lot of a lot of good stuff. You were able to help further that project that they were doing. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you were like, thank you. I appreciate this opportunity. I'm going to go in a different direction. Having done a couple pivots in my own life, it doesn't get easier. Changing. <laughs> So I can I can see that on your face as you're talking about it is you think it would get easier, but it never really does. But, you know, it's the right decision. Like you said, when you sit back at the end of the day and be like, you know, what are my true priorities and what do I want for the end of my life? So tell a little bit about the story. How did you I know you know that I know Dr. Laura Saylor really well. But how did that connection happen in this journey? I'm in a, a role now where I'm, I'm doing really a lot of things that I have been, always wanted to do in healthcare, forming very high functioning team and and really optimizing team flow. But there was still something missing where I, I was like, you know, if I was able to have my own practice, I feel like if we can just eliminate this insurance, anything insurance related, things will go so much smoother because still I kind of felt like what I was doing a lot of the times was trying to fulfill the requirements for, you know, ICD-10 coding and just what I need to support that ICD-10 code. And so I wasn't really able to be so present that I'm just like honed in. And so I, I thought, okay, how do I, how would I reimagine healthcare now, knowing that what I know from Amazon and with what I potentially could do, what, what's different. And I said, I, I really want to focus more on like a health coaching, but I, as a physician, I can still diagnose. So if there's an opportunity to diagnose, I can do that. And there's not going to be um, insurance. And I feel like I want to have patients who are very serious about change. And so I have to have this filtering system. So how am I going to do that? And I thought, well, you know, I can invest more energy and time. I know I can do that. I can figure it out myself. But how long is that going to take me? And I thought that's going to take a long time. And then I remembered because we follow, we both follow her. And I remembered, you know, she, Lara, she is 
I remember her being a business mentor and let me look her up and, and let me go to her website. And I looked and she had different things, different options. And what appealed me, she's in Wisconsin and we both come from a very small town. Like hers is smaller than mine, but um, I think her population is like 15,000. Mine's 26,000. So she was able to launch a membership-based functional medicine practice and in a small town similar to mine. And I just thought, well, if I need to reach out to anybody, it's going to be Laura because she kind of fits everything of my situation. And I did want to eventually focus on just functional medicine. Um, And so her practice is not primary care and I'm not interested in, in doing primary care either, but it's more of identifying either patients who have chronic illnesses that they're just frustrated because everybody tells them everything's normal and they know that something's not normal and despite labs being normal. Um, so I, I did a discovery call with her um, just to make sure that we, we were a good fit. One of the things that I kind of caught myself with, and I think with some clients who also consider doing coaching, finding a coach, and then they see like the the price tag initially, it's like, you know, that's a lot of money. But then, then the mindset has to be shifted to like, I'm an investment. I, I want to have a business. And so this is an investment, not only in my ability to do it right the first time and eliminate a lot of the pain points because she will be more aware of them than I am. But it's also it's going to help me and my business. And and so that when when you put it in those terms, um, and you know, if you're looking for a health coach and you, they see the price tag, it's like that's a lot of money. But really, is it because it's an investment in your health? It's an investment, it's an investment. And so you you have to think in terms of that. And once I got over that really quickly, I'm like spot on. And she was able to accelerate what I wanted to do, my timeline. I and we we discussed like what my goals were and our my timeline. And the tools that she provided me cut it in half. So I, I started my mentorship with her in February. So just a few months ago, and we had talked about maybe in the fall is when I would start, um, have like a, a physical location and things all just fell into place where I basically was able to figure out my EMR system, do the whole malpractice thing, get every you know labs and everything and finding that perfect location so i found the perfect location just out of accident a month after i started with her so i am going to be opening up in june you know i love that you said that about the investment in yourself because i still do that even like when i'm looking for house i am such help i'm such a like money conscious person <laughs> like oh shit I gotta really think about that to spend my dollars but just hearing you're gonna have a up and running functional medicine practice in four months because well yeah from from the time that I started so really it's in six weeks I open yeah yeah so yep but but that's the benefit of of reaching out to somebody who if if you don't know where how to get to you know your point a and you know your point B 
see, but you don't know how to get there. It And it's worth really looking into having a mentor or a coach to get you sooner and to, to kind of guide you really. I mean, it, it's so scary. I, I've never really ventured in this much into entrepreneurship and it's very scary. And there can be times where you're like, what the heck am I doing? And this is, there, there are twists and turns and, and, and then, you know, you can get into moments where I'm like, is this worth it? Am I, but having somebody else to kind of push you along and to already lay some of that groundwork, it's, it is just, it's key. It's priceless because it's, it's like when the clients that I work with, when it's burnout and we're talking about transitions and what to do next. And they're like, I got to go for this interview. What am I going to do? And I'm like, Oh, just send me your CV. We'll tune it up a little bit. And then they're like, well, well, they sent me this paper that I have to sign a non-disclosure to have this interview about this tech company. And I'm like, oh, that's normal. Just read through it and just sign it. You're good. That was my most recent thing with one of my clients. She was really, I was like, no, that's, that's totally normal. That's industry standard. Like, you're fine. And she told me after, she was like, I am so thankful that at any point I can always email you and you can help give me direction or at least coach me on it. And that is, I think, is the big points with what you're talking about with coaching and mentorship is like finding that person who's 10 steps ahead of you because they've walked the walk and they are, they are going to help accelerate you to the point that you want to be at faster than what you ever even thought. There's power in that saying, in that yes. And like putting your money where your mouth is. I don't know exactly, but you're right. Like think about it. If you hadn't paid Laura and got into mentorship, would you even really have been looking for an office? And would you have missed that opportunity? You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think part of when you have a mentor or a coach, there is a little part of you where you're like, I don't want to disappoint. And and that's not how she makes me feel. But there's just that that account- accountability piece on my end where me, I, I definitely, if I say I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. And it's just that really positive pressure, I think, to to kind of get things moving and to set just milestones of where you want to be. It's easier to fall back on certain things when you don't have somebody to 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 report to and say, this is where I'm at. And and she is so she really does help just make it as comfortable. And with her clients, she at your own schedule, however you want to schedule with me. So it's not a, um, every week we'll touch bases, but it's more like how I want to do it. And so I'm, I'm definitely very self-motivated, do a lot of the work. And, and what I would do is just give her an email saying, Hey, this is, I'm just updating you where I'm at now. And I'm actually past what we had discussed. So I, I've only really met with her through Zoom once because she's just kind of given me the tools that I can work with on my own. And then I'll just email her if there were any questions or any anything, any other guidance that she would have. So it's been fabulous. And I I totally recommend anyone who has any reservations. And I I grew up with a scarcity mindset. So I definitely know that hard-earned money is like you just don't you don't just give it away. And you do need to think about like, what, what am I investing in? Those are the questions. Is this, 
is this the the right person for me? Is this the right format? Because you may have different coaches or mentors and their their approaches are different. And so that that's important to have that discovery call and to make sure that the, it's a good fit for both uh, on both ends. So as you're in the middle of your reimagine, how's life looking like now? It is so exciting. So my husband, he is listening right now behind you. And he, so my husband is a math-minded, physics-minded, MBA, like totally not biology. And as I was starting to do my master's in functional medicine, I'll give him tidbits here and there. And he's really gotten interested in it as well. And he has completed a functional nutrition coaching program, and he's going to be helping me. So that really wasn't what we originally started off with. But again, like this is just another opportunity that presented itself. And I think later today, he's going to actually be talking to the dean of my program to see if he would be starting their program, their master's program sometime in the near future too. So that's, that's, we're now reimagining ourselves as like a, a business, not only just partners in marriage, but partners in business. And it's only fitting because we did, we did meet each other at work. So it's not going to, that aspect is, is just going to, I think we're just going to keep growing our relationship. And what we ultimately want to do though, is we're, we are definitely mission minded, but our goal is to help our community. So we live on this an island two hours north of Seattle. Um, it's a military town, 26,000 people. What we see is our community being connected through inspiration and then having also a connection because they're committed to um, learning, lifelong learning and personal growth. So we would like to have our, our practice be more of like a wellness center and area for others to teach. So whether, and it doesn't have to be health related, I'm, I am artistic minded. And so if there are teachers or people who have a craft that they want to, to share, I want to make that space available. And I want to put a little tidbit about if you're creative, this is what happens in your brain. These are all the neurochemicals that happens. And this is what happens to your health because when you're more motivated to create and innovate, it shows not only in your health, but then you're, you're starting to make a positive impact for other people and you're inspiring other people. So that's kind of the overall vision. And my, the practice is called inspired wellness. So just to, just kind of rounding off my, my first word from inspiration on episode 51 to now we're reimagining so we're we're trying to reimagine what healthcare could be for our community as well how cool i love that that's amazing well dr karina hopen it is always so great to sit down and talk with you and to see your bright shining face if someone's interested in Dr. Laura Salyer, we all have make sure that we put that in the show notes, all of her inf- information. She's coloring outside the lines. She's fabulous. Everyone needs to follow her. She's another fellow DO sister. We'll put her information. But if someone's interested in taking a peek at your stuff, where should they come find you? 
So my website, for I've got two websites. So the practice is called Inspired Wellness, PLLC.org. So that's the actual practice. And I'm also, I still have ThrivingMamaMD.com for anyone interested in doing more of like a, a career coaching, live coaching, I'm available there. And then I'm also on Facebook as Karina Hopin MD and Instagram as Karina Hopin, MD, as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming, for sharing your journey. And we'll just have to earmark it. You're going to have to come back like in the 400s and talk again. I know. That would be awesome. Such a fun time to catch up with my friend, Dr. Karina Hopin, and just to hear where her journey has ventured. So for your kick of encouragement today, I ask you, what have you started to reimagine? What if you took down all the barriers instead of like the I can'ts being like, what if? What if I went and worked for Amazon? What if I started my own practice? What if my husband came to work with me? Right? What if? So many times we lock ourselves in a box and we hold the key and then we complain about being stuck and locked in the box and all we freaking need to do is get that damn key out of our pocket and let ourselves out. So this is my encouragement to you today. Just look at the key. What if you let yourself out of the box and reimagined your own life? Before we go today, I got to talk one more time about our sponsors. Don't forget to reach out to Panacea Financial for your banking needs as a physician because they are built by physicians. Panacea's PRN personal loan was designed specifically for physicians and physicians in training. Go to panaceafinancial.com and open your new account today. Panacea Financial is a division of Primus, member FDIC. All right. Well, there you have it. I hope you're gearing up to have a great summer, some time for yourself to doctor yourself first, because remember, your life, your calling, your pulse matters.